I've heard so many things and so many fundas. I've heard from a producer that your 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 birth number doesn't match your your destiny. You're never going to become a star and all those kind of things. And I looked at him and I said, "Watch me." I literally looked at him and I said, "Watch me when I actually become one, and I will be here till I don't know whether if you're going to be here or not, but I will be here working." Today's guest is the very beautiful and talented actor Gohar Khan. For me, she stands for hard work, consistency, and absolute fierceness towards her work. The biggest thing that always, uh, you know, strikes me about Gohar is her ability to stay consistent and relevant in a profession, which is so difficult and short-lived. I wanted to dig deeper into the innate qualities that keep her going in spite of failures or rejections life throws at you. Gohar and I spoke about how she manages to keep up the fitness, keep up with fitness, family life, consistent work pressure, traveling, and everything else that comes in between, but still. Staying at the top of her game. Gohar, welcome to questions. I wanted to ask. Hi, uh, thank you for having me. My pleasure. Uh, thank you for doing this, especially during uh, Ramadan, because uh, all of you are fasting and also, uh, and especially when we're doing it in the evening time, uh, we'll we're going to keep it uh, short and quick and nice. Uh, Tell me, how is the first? Technically, for you, the first lockdown after marriage. <laughs> What is this lockdown? You know, I feel like I have gone from lockdown to being married in lockdown, and then lockdown again because I don't think in my in my head I have come out of this whole pandemic phase. Because even yeah. though we have, uh, you know, had a little relief in the middle where we started shooting again and we started feeling. Those I mean, two months, yeah, yeah, it was barely feeling like any anything normal because even when we were on sets, we we had to wear the masks. Mask. And, you know, I was paranoid because I would keep. I was like this Hitler on set where everybody was like, you know, ye aage ho god, because I would make sure people were wearing masks and I would make uh-huh. sure that people were you know, uh, being safe and sanitizing and all of that. So I don't think I felt like I've ever left that. Whole pandemic phase. Yes, yeah. the good part was this that uh, uh, from being single, I am married and I'm back into another lockdown with no shooting and all of that. Uh, that 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 kind of extreme phase, we're back into it. Uh, and in fact, yours is my first uh, virtual, you know, interview that I was thinking that oh, I was going to, I was doing last year, the whole of last year. Actually. Last year, yeah. And uh, yours is the first in this particular lockdown, so it feels like oh. Sh- Gosh, I'm like back, back to that char diwali ka phase, but I think it's it's time that we must be in it because it's so crazy out there right is, now. Though it is very the grim. Stories, yeah, yeah, the stories yeah. that I hear and the kind of situations that people are into, it's it's my God, ghastly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's no other option but to maximize the situation, whatever you can. Just stay yeah. home and do whatever best you can. But yeah. then this is like, are you feeling like like a wife right now? You know, staying at home, trying to set up the house because I'm assuming you've just constantly been working. Like through, uh, this is a like a symptom of a clear workaholic. Straight after marriage, I think you third or fourth day you kind of went into uh, second, second day. day. Yeah, oh my god. So- My, the night of my valima, the next morning at seven o'clock was my flight to Lucknow. So I have literally gone with full manly hands onto a set. Thankfully, 
I, I don't know. It was my it was my luck that it was a shadi scene that I was shooting. So my mehendi was okay, and I was still feeling like if you if you if you finally see the film, um, that what state I had to be in the very next day of my wedding, I didn't feel like a dulal at all. But oh it was just a lot of gratitude because I was married to a person who understood that and understood that, that okay, she has to go to work. Um, and uh, I just I just count my blessings to know that yes, he could join me for my New Year's because twenty sixth was my Valima, twenty seventh I flew to Lucknow, and thirty first morning he was there in Lucknow for me because he felt like okay, मेरी दुल्हन है and I am going to surprise her because obviously it was my first, first New Year New Year's. with him, yeah, yeah, and also first New Year as a married woman. So, uh, but you know. Huge. you know i have like a huge personal admiration for women who at very important junctures of their uh, personal life i would say make sure that they are there you know in it 100% but also have have the ability to get back to work and manage both of them beautifully so when i saw the pictures of the common friends that we have i actually messaged them that dude hats off because you know it's it's beautiful and also i i i think uh, i have to give it to your husband as well to be able to yeah. manage that yeah I, i i think it's a blessing and also if you i mean if you actually um, get to know about how i managed it you know i was planning my wedding basically from knowing him to my wedding it was just 5 months of time yeah. and from planning a wedding to get actually getting married it was just 2 months So within those two months, I have been shooting because I was I was crazily uh, scheduled because I went into Big Boss. I came out, yeah. and until then we were not really planning a wedding. We just knew that uh, we were going to be together, and that's it. And after I came out of Big Boss, we're like, okay, let's plan this. And this was in October, and I got married in December. So it was madness uh, going on set, figuring out because I have planned my wedding from scratch. till my sister actually came over in december right before my wedding and she took over and she said okay you've planned everything now you back off done now i'm just going to execute it nigar came down and sorted my life a lot um but yes it was it was crazy and i don't even know how i managed it because uh thankfully thankfully allah shukar i had great in laws who didn't you know, like throw it and that oh bahu agle din kaise ja sakti hai and all of that so uh, all those tantrums were not really expected in my life which made my, my me going back to work very easy for me but but tell me something have you always been because you know i've seen you also uh, directly indirectly you know at work etc have you always been that workaholic person saying self driven and all of that yes always i've not known a life other than that because right when i was like i think 12 or 13 i knew that i wanted to work soon i wanted to make money i wanted to stand on my own feet i wanted to you know give the best life to my family all those kind of dreams were in my head right from birth i was like you know i don't i'm not happy with just this much i want lots more i want to do it on my own i want to you know do all of that i want to travel the world so uh i didn't know i've never really taken my life for granted no matter even if I, you know aisa hota hai zindagi mein where you think that ha ab itna ban gaya hai to ab to main aaram kar sakti hu i've never been satisfied with that i've always wanted more i wanted to achieve more i wanted you know more security more things that i knew that i wanted to set up for myself for my future because there was no one else who you know who was going to do that for me so 
then I got used to working. I loved my work. I loved waking up every single morning and feeling like I'm so blessed that yes, I can go to work today and I can look forward to working tomorrow. And even when I'm sick or when like in Ramadan or any time else, I've yeah. never known not working. Even when I was doing Zangura, which is like a live musical of two and a half hours. Yeah, yeah. I used to fast and I used to still do my, my live shows. So that kind of drive, I don't know. I don't know. It's a blessing. It's a, it's, it's a from God. Yeah, it's from God. It's, it's not like uh, nobody chooses to be a certain personality, right? I mean, I have been like this because God chose me to be like this. It's not yeah. something that I am saying, oh, I'm very proud of. It's not. It's just me. It's just who yeah. I am. Yeah. yeah, but it also empowers you a lot. Like, yes. It yes. makes it gives you a certain amount of strength, which I think no other feeling in the world can give. But you but, know, mashallah, it's been it's my nineteenth year in the industry, mashallah, wow. of 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 uh, entertainment. Whether right from if I count it right from my yeah, it's my nineteenth year, and mashallah, I don't, I don't, uh, I can't count very many people who have actually had that fortune to have. Yeah that kind of length and that kind of relevance throughout. So I'm very, very grateful to God that he actually made me this person who could go on and on, you know. On and on. But in fact, that was my next question to you. And it was, in, in fact, this is one of my most important questions. I work with a lot of actors. I work with a lot of creators and, you know, people from the entertainment field, right? Yeah. Uh, you have navigated from fashion to television, to films, to digital, to short format content, uh, pretty much, you know, I social would say navigation. Media. Social <laughs> social media, yes. <laughs> that gave you one of your biggest blessings of, the, of your life. Yeah. But... Uh, I'm saying, what is that thought? I mean, being a workaholic person, right? While work becomes the center of who you are, you also face a lot of failures. And when you face those failures and, you know, especially at work, right? What then motivates you? And, you know, the the the, the different expanse of different genres of work that you've managed. What, I mean, two questions, actually. What has motivated you during those failures? Because... We all know, all of us see failures, right? But you've constantly evolved, constantly evolved. What has that been? What has that thought process been? Oh, I mean, if I count the number of uh, rejections and failures that I've had, I think I can go on and on about the list and people will be like, oh, achha, oh, achha. but I don't really think about that. I, I think when I, um, when I did Jhalak in 2009, I didn't, re it was my first experience with reality and reality. I, I was like, wow, you know, I, I'm representing the models because at that time it was uh, different fields, right? People coming from different fields coming into Jhalak Diklaja. Now, of course, it has changed. But uh, uh, that time I was the only model in the show and I was like, yeah, you know, I got to represent and all of that. And it was the first time people were actually figuring out, oh, this girl can dance. Who was this girl? But um, were you always a dancer? No, I, I mean, yes, but once I have this talent because my parents are great dancers, but I'm not a trained dancer. I've never done any kind of formal training in dancing. So mm -hmm. Jalak was like quite a revelation for the audience and for the industry per se. And that's how actually I got the call from uh, uh, Yashraj for an audition for uh, Rocket Singh. And that's how the audition went. To another like, audition huh? to another. That's how I got, I got my film career going. So... Um, 
failures uh, i didn't make it i, I was number 2 in jhalak diklaja although mm. technically maybe i was probably the one of the strongest dancers but i didn't win it because i was mm. not as popular at that time and it was mm. all votes and all of that so mm. i didn't i didn't win that and mm. i felt like that night i felt like oh my god am i ever going to win like am i ever going to get a title because even miss india i was miss india international i was not miss india universe so i felt like oh god i didn't get that car you know i was like i wanted that car when i was 17 and failures are like so many i was told by so many people when i was starting out saying oh you don't have a filmy face or oh, you you don't look too indian you look foreigner you look like you don't belong in india so you're not going to make it in films i've heard so many things and so many fundas i've heard from a producer that your 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 birth number doesn't match your your destiny you're never going to become a star and all those kind of things and i looked at him and i said watch me i literally looked at him and i said watch me when i actually become one and i will be here till i don't know whether if you're going to be here or not but i will be here working and alhamdulillah alhamdulillah that has kind of happened so um i i i think i think one has to realize what is it that you seek in life for me i seek me in a new way every day i want to see what am i doing uh, can i do this can i do that i want to do this i want to do that i want to do it all so i think that's why i kind of get accepted in mm. the different you know roles that i play not just in the reality space of course the kind of love i got in the reality space was crazy because when i want big mm. boss people got to know gohar khan as gohar khan and not as mm. koina sheik from rocket sheik or from samara as you know when i did so many other films so i think i have i have a blessing from god that uh, yes i am not uh, the you know the female of the tabachan of this country but alhamdulillah i am accepted as not just gohar khan but for my my talent as a dancer my talent my credibility as an actor my uh, you know uh, my my hold in the event business because i alhamdulillah do a lot of live shows as well yeah. so i just feel like so many people are blessed in so many ways and this is my blessing that allah wants me to do it all so for mm. me i keep i keep i keep at it i i can never be still i can never be like ha bas ho gaya i think that's why my relevance and everything is kind of But important every single day and people accept me in that and that's and i i feel like aisa nahi hai ki main koi you know koi top maar rahi hu roz i also feel like i'm also a human being i'm also trying yes yes yeah Yeah but you know I think the important point that you're trying to say is that you're you're also trying 10 different things right out of which maybe 6 works and those 4 fail nobody knows about the the four things that fail and yeah. don't work right but tell Absolutely. me something something I mean you started out from fashion to television all of that obviously it's it's a skill that you kept on adding and adding but what about you know when you face failures and where does that confidence come do you tell yourself that no do you put on that confidence how do how do women young girls build because when you're constantly told okay and i mean we are in an industry where you're constantly told ye nahi hai tumhare paas ye nahi aata tum ye nahi kar sakte it's always no first then the yes right where do you bring out that confidence from i think it's just got to do with the drive of not wanting to give up uh when i was modeling i was not very happy modeling when i was the one of the top most models of the country amongst you know the 
supermodels before me. I mean, I've worked with Nanika Chatterjee. I've worked with Ashita um, um, Malar. I've worked with all the you know supermodels of this country, which will arouse everybody. And that time, I was a model. You know, I was. I was up and coming and I was very relevant and all the choreographers wanted to work with me but I wasn't really happy in that space I would go every morning do my fittings do my show come back home I never really made an effort to party or I never really made an effort to kind of get my PR skills on because I wasn't happy in that space I it was not where I wanted to be I was just doing that because it was work and it was getting me money and all of that but I would watch other people doing the show stoppers and I'd be like when am I going to be the showstopper? When because all I used to always open a show or close a show for for designers, but I was never really the the highlight of the show, and that's what I wanted to be. I always wanted to be the person who's spoken about and and all of that. So uh, I think I think the dream of wanting to be big, wanting to be famous, wanting to be relevant was always there, but I didn't know how to go about it. So I think it's only God above who's kept. Making ways for me and giving me those opportunities to make the most of, along with fortune and along with luck, I think if you've got hard work, if you've got resilience of you know not wanting to ever give up, and and honesty, if what you're doing you want doing with complete honesty and not kind of you know pulling people down and trying to get onto someone else's spot and all of that, I think all of that work. Works wonders for me. My parents and my mom only taught me. Okay, you know, I've seen my mom be a super hard worker, even just in her home space. And I think those are the kind of things that I've learned from her that to never give up and to keep going. And पैसे कम हैं तो तो भी आप अच्छा जियो. So I I remember my mom uh, even when we didn't have much uh, as kids. But my mom would never allow us to not be in socks and shoes and a clean frock with hair tied up. So it was the way of life that she gave us, and the, the way she taught us that you have to be good in how much ever you have, but put out your best, be your best, and that's that's what I that's what I think works not just in my favor, but it should work in anyone's favor if you've got honesty, if you've got hard work, and if you're going to give it your all with every smallest opportunity that you have. It's only going to grow from there. Tell me, in that case, uh, what is what do you think about going and asking for work or seeking work? Because women are generally bad at it, right? Asking for something. What is? Do you ask for work? Do you reach out to people and say, "Okay, I've heard about this film or series or whatever it is, right, or a show or something, and I'd really like to be part of it." Are you comfortable with that? Do you do that, or you don't believe in that? Do you want me to be absolutely honest about this? Please be honest. Okay, a lot of people or agents or agencies or you know uh, people who know their job have always told me. I swear out that oh God, you need to make that call. You know, you know this project is happening. You should make that call and say, hey, I'd really like to audition or whatever. And in my eighteen years of my career, I honestly. I don't remember doing that more than once. That also mm-hmm. out of pressure. I I don't think I have. I have met people like that. It was a meeting, but it was never like oh I want to audition or I want to work or whatever. In fact, I was amongst the final girls to be selected for Slumdog Millionaire. I have met Danny Boyle face to face for the role of Slumdog Millionaire after auditioning. 
and that didn't work out because he said i i you know i can't place your face into a slum uh, because i just can't so he said you're a brilliant actor you're an amazing actor but looking at you you're too pretty to be placed in a slum and i was like no 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 you know i can do makeup and all of that but i was too young to know what was that project but that's rejection that's not making a part because you didn't fit a part so those kind of rejections i've had but i knew that despite all of that i've never really approached anybody saying you know i want to do that there's nothing wrong in that there's if if i was told that okay you know this person is interested in you as this role or whatever pick up the call i will pick up the call there's nothing wrong in that but i have never ever done that i don't know whether it's a good thing bad thing i have no idea but i've never really done that um but if i was told that you know there's this role no matter how small or how big but if i feel it's important and if i was told no god you have to audition for it no matter yeah. how big the person thinks i am that oh i'm you know i'm a credible actor i am told that oh i really know how to perform and all of that i will beg to audition i will love to audition i would say you know just at least test me and then you see what that how that works out because i have no ego in that i have no shame in that because work for me is more important than anything else and i would be like you know test me i'm ready to test and as an actor i want to test no matter what because i feel, even i want to know if i fit the part if i can emote in that part if i can play the part so i have absolutely no ego as a as an actor uh, to say that you know i want to do this but fortunately unfortunately i have never really done that so yeah that's that that's honesty yeah i mean uh, interesting because but tell me something as you know when you started out versus where you are now do you yeah. do you think it's become more comfortable for you to reach out to people versus when you were young naive and you know didn't know the industry because you also came from a non you know non industry background right uh, yeah. uh, it was was it more difficult to approach people to say okay how do i do this uh, you don't uh, when you're new you don't get to approach people yeah Yeah. Yeah, you don't. You just wait on an agency or you wait on someone to try and make the call for you because it is unless you are in that circle you're not going to get that opportunity very easily. So yeah. the 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 route for that is auditioning, sending out your pictures, talking to people, you know, saying whatever is going on, the struggle, the the way you call the struggle, struggle. You know, the struggle. And that is the struggle and agencies I, is just last 10 years i think you started like almost like you saying 19th year i have gone to you know mahalakshmi studio used to have these small advertising agency offices yeah, all yeah, over next yeah yeah famous studio okay yeah famous as per my sister tai i i remember i used to take a local from andheri to all the way to town and go mm. to every agency and drop my portfolio that was clicked during my miss india and that whole year that's all i've done and you just wait and you hope that you're going to get an audition but most of those pictures go in a dabba so yeah. you never get a call so yeah. i think i i know i harp about this a lot but luck does play a very important factor about where you are what opportunity you get who you meet who pushes you who speaks to you which audition you get which audition are you at at what time and whether it clicks for you or not all those things play such an important factor that i can't reiterate 
more. Um, but yes, eventually, if you're good, only then will you pass that audition, right? Yeah. Yeah. Only if you're good. That means your talent, your hard work also plays a very pivotal role. It is very important. So I think it's a combination of everything. Of everything. Not, there's no formula to it. There's no formula. Yeah. Why am I relevant after so many years? And for so many years, and I, inshallah, for the next 20, 25 years, I keep hoping and praying for that. Um, but there is no, there's no hard Those no, for that. Yeah. yeah. But what you call luck, I actually call it faith. And I mean, considering you are also someone who's deeply spiritual as a person, irrespective of the God that you follow, it doesn't matter, yeah. right? Uh, I think it's faith that kind of kept you going more than anything, right? Yes, it's my faith in the Almighty. It's my faith in the fact that even if I'm sitting here today, like doing nothing, I have an Almighty who will look after me. Who's taking care of you. Yeah. Who's taking care of me. But he says, if you're not going to make the effort, <laughs> I'm not going to come and drop the cherry in your, in, your, in your lap. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so I think... Yeah. If you really read about faith and whatever faith one follows, yeah. it only teaches you to persevere and keep going. Even in your bad times, have faith, keep having the hard, you know, going through your, your hardships. But keep pushing yourself. Keep going yeah. for the right yeah. thing. What do you actually seek in life? I always yeah. wanted to not have money for myself and say oh my goal in life was always about I want to help people I want to make sure everybody's okay I wanted to make sure that you know my family's okay and I can look after myself and not be dependent on anybody those were my kind of goals and 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 I think that's why God makes those uh, you know uh, opportunities for you you know uh, it's interesting that you said that because some of the people who are closest to you you know, your friends and your family, they say that you are the common factor in your family, in your, uh, in your friend circle. You're the one who binds all, right? Uh, that's, that's what well, I've heard about. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I've, I've done a little bit of research, but yeah, that, I mean, I've been told that you're somebody also who's very, very home, homebound or who's yeah. very, her first yeah. priority is family, right? And you are yeah. constantly talking about that. I want to be able to take care of uh, this thing. How much of that has been, you know, uh, I mean, what does that entail in the sense because you're constantly on the on the job, traveling, all of that physically, right? But also mentally, it's so much to do with, you know, with taking care of your parents and all. What What is that life of always constantly wanting to be there for your family? I know it's a very trivial question and it has a larger meaning, but I want to hear it from you. Again, I, I don't think, dear, that it's got to do with anything that I am trying to be. It's not mm. like I want to... It's... I honestly feel that it, the person that you are, yes, you evolve, you get better, you can improve yourself. But eventually, it is the heart and the soul that God has given you, right? So some, you know, I'll tell you a little secret. Because obviously I was self-obsessed. I loved myself. I used to look, I used to look at myself and I, literally it was a deep conversation between my reflection and me that who am I? Like, what is my heart feeling? Why am I thinking what I'm thinking? Who are you? So those kind of, I don't know. In it was this whole 
deep conversation within myself that i am this person my soul is this and i want to do this and i i i am a weirdo you know i don't know but um my priorities in life have always been seeing a smile on my mom's face making sure that my dad my dad was too far away you know he was in japan so sorry i just lost my dad so i'm a little emotional about that i know i'm sorry but i particularly didn't bring about that conversation because yeah. i'm really sorry so, about um your father yeah uh, honestly my minute? dad was always away you know so i didn't really get an opportunity growing up to feel or know exactly what he feels or what his struggles are but now eventually when i grew up and my dad and i were extremely close so i got to know what his wishes were and what his uh, priorities in life were and he was a very enterprising man and he didn't really need anybody he was okay with himself but i don't know why even though i was the youngest i always felt like oh my mom is my my person you know like i have to like look after her and she her happiness means the most to me and all of that so i don't know i didn't choose to be this person i think god destined you know this was my destiny but i am that person who wants to make sure that everybody around me is happy and my friends are good and i don't like it if you know if i have a fight with any of my friends and i feel like oh shit i just want to talk and finish it off and you know i'll try and try and try and irritate the person as hell that are you okay are we okay like i i don't want this to be bad between us um in fact my husband also tells me whenever we are arguing he he'll be like gohar you have to let me be for some time and i'm like no but i can't you have to like talk it out and i can't be this if things are not okay so i think it's also a kind of a irritating thing for a lot of other personality <laughs> it's a personality issue <laughs> but yeah but i mean it has its good sides as well i guess okay now i think i've i've gone too serious in terms of the in the conversation but tell me there is a there is a there's a nagging question i had for many years uh, with of course i've worked with a lot of you know guys with the big boss team and all of that what what is your setup what is the the frame of your mind when you go and what are those 15 weeks you know what makes you that winner what is your what is your mind thinking when you're winning because it is chaos is all i can tell you you de- you never know what's happening you never know what surprise you're going to be thinking it's a game we all know it's a game uh we all know what happens behind the scenes how the show is made etc etc right but what what did you think while went went and you know what was how do you win a game like that again there's no particular formula for that because if you see the winners they're very different from each other huh. i am i am nothing like siddharth shukla i am nothing like uh, uh, say uh vindu uh, dara singh or i am nothing like shweta tiwari or i am nothing like Urvashi Dulakia. They're all very, very different people, very different personalities. But I think the only common factor is that when a person is true to who he or she is, that personality, when that personality connects with the audience outside, no matter what you are, um, if you have a connect with the audience outside, you're a winner. I think that. I think if you're true to who you are and you're not playing a game for you know like 
for effect. Like you're not being someone for effect. Like I'm like this, I'm probably going to like people. And if I'm going to be controversial, I'm probably going to like people. If I'm controversial, I'm probably going to like people. Those kind of formulas, if you don't have in your head, then I think your true personality comes out and that's what connects with the audience. So is so, is that also the answer? Uh, sorry, you were saying something. Yeah, so if 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 you are uh, uh, a package of a personality, then I think uh, you can survive those 15 weeks very easily. Interesting. Tell me, is that also your answer to how do you stay relevant or how do you manage to keep at it? I won't say relevant is the wrong word for you. I would say, how do you manage to keep at it with the trends on social media? You're somebody who's extremely good with her social media game, I would say, right? And I'm I'm saying this because I work with a lot of actors and a lot of time actors struggle with seeing, I, you know, whether I put this out on social media or not, or I don't want to put a particular thing out of my life on social media. It's a, it's a constant struggle for, I think, most of us because also the amount of content that is being generated. Uh, is that how you, how do you take that social media game seriously? Or what do you, what do you, what is it? What are your thoughts? You know, honestly, I think when you have, I know, I know everybody's fundas are different in life. Like I, I see a lot of stars and celebrities uh, being very filtered. Like they, they filter their social media a lot because obviously yes. they, to them, they want to keep things private and they want to keep yeah. uh, uh, certain aspects of their life private, which is absolutely yeah. great. Yeah. I mean, there's no, own, yeah, there's know, no formula. Which is great. Yeah. Which is, yeah. I was a part of a show called Big Boss, which is absolutely unfiltered, um, crazy life, right? Yeah, so yeah. I, 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 I am the living example of what reality shows are because Khan Sisters was another show of mine, which was again yeah. about being being you on in front of the public. So yeah. for me, social media is no big deal. For me, social media is actually... Um, playing my life there so it's it's a connect to uh, the audience between myself my life what I like what I don't like um, so if I try and be this uh, diva there and feel like oh I will but uh, the fact of the matter is for me my morals my my line of decency my line of what is okay for me and what is not okay for me is very clear. I will not cross that line, no matter whether it's in a reality show, whether it's in a film, when I'm playing a character or whether it's on social media. So for me, when that line is defined, anything is okay. You know, for mm-hmm. me, if, if, if t- today um, it's so irritating when suddenly in the month of Ramadan, these moral police teachers of, uh, you know, so-called, uh, I want to ask them, what are they doing scrolling on in, in Ramadan? Why are you scrolling Instagram? Like, I don't understand that. So I hate double standards. I hate people trying to be this, oh, I'm here this, and you do this, and you do this. What is permissible to me 
in my heart knowing that i am not doing something which is going to influence people in a bad way i am going to do that and i have nothing to hide there. so is there an absolute no for you in terms of social media and i'm asking for more from a learning perspective because you know how do you keep that uh, barrier or say uh, this thing that ye isse zyada nahi hona chahiye i mean crossing the limits yeah. and all i understand but is there a something yeah. which is absolutely no that you will not put that part of your life on social media yeah if if anything uh, you pay me any amount of money but if something is not going to be okay in my head morally uh, in terms of what am i going to influence people with i'm not going to do it if 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 uh, uh, i'm not i'm not saying when i'm going to play a character like if if i'm playing yeah i understand and if i'm smoking of course it's injurious to health and people are going to be like oh, yeah. why are you why are you smoking but yeah. i'm playing a character there okay yeah. Yeah. Um, but if Gohar Khan wants to is given a cigarette and say आप इसको हम आपको बहुत पैसा देंगे और इसके लिए promotion करो I will not do it. So I'm very clear with that. Uh, I'm not going to promote alcohol. I'm not going to promote that. But on my personal space. Yeah. But as, as a character, as an actor, yes. As an actor, if I have to hold a glass, I'm going to do that. If I know that something I say is going to influence uh, the kids or youth in a bad way, uh, no matter what, I will not do it. So. There are certain filters in social media which I will not cross, and I will never do that. Interesting. Uh, tell me, Kaur, with so much of you being a workaholic, and this is, I think, this comes also. Uh, this is a personal question for any woman who's. handling so many things in her life you've just recently got married you have a new family to know meet you know indulge with and indulge this thing and you have your own set of family work newer things coming in and plus the challenges of this thing all of this how do you take care of yourself you're somebody who's also very very disciplined yes uh yeah i i i uh I do love everybody around me but I also prioritize myself. Mm. Um I I will never think that are mujhe iske liye apni liye time nahi mil raha hai I'm not going to do that. If I have to take out half an hour 40 minutes to work out every day I will do that. If I know that today I have to balance my mom and take her out for dinner or something like that then the next day I will take Zaid's family out or something like that. When I know that my sisters are in town and oh my god I had a boyfriend uh you know whenever i did i was like oh god then i can't be like only there and not pay attention to my uh you know uh, family so i balance it out i try and make sure that i give enough time to everybody but if it means that i have to go to shoot i have to go to shoot i'm not going to cancel a shoot out because there is some function at home and people are going to get upset i'm not going to do that so i balance it out but i'm not going to mentally suffer thinking that oh i am unhappy because i have to make other people happy that is absolutely unhealthy for yourself so never ever do that i am a person who makes everybody happy but not at the cost of me so first i need to be happy and feel like i am in a healthy space only then can i make everyone around me happy uh tell me gohar if you have to give one advice to women i mean advice or it's your own experience on how to be uh, you know how to be disciplined as far as their own health is concerned uh how do you do that you you're an actor but more than that at in your personal life you do take care of yourself a lot uh, and it takes a huge amount of mental discipline to do that uh how do you, how does one do that 
बिकॉज यूर ट्रेवलिंग वहां पर इतनी कुछ खाने को मिलेगा स्वीट्स होगी कुछ ना कुछ सामने आता है यू नो उट करो बट नो पर्सन कैन मोटिवेट यू टू बी समबडी यू आर नॉट विलिंग टू बी योर सेल्फ सो आई फील लाइक इफ यू डोंट लव योर सेल्फ इनफ यू आर नॉट गोइंग टू डू इट यू आर गोइंग टू बी कंप्लेसेंट यू आर गोइंग टू बी यू नो लथार्जिक यू आर गोइंग टू बी ओके हाँ हम तो ऐसे ही हैं your husband needs to love you not just because you are you but because you need to show that you're looking after yourself as well when you when you take care of yourself people will value you more people will get inspired by you more uh you know a lot of marriages go wrong because people stop putting efforts for each other and people be like ha theek hai ho gaya bachcha ho gaya kya farak padta hai i think this this new age of women are looking after themselves after themselves much more than what you know our our moms or yeah the older generation have, yeah yeah the older generation has which is great which is a shift in the mentality that you can't just be you know giving up on life yeah. especially now we are living in this pandemic time where our immunity our immunity needs to be the strongest uh uh you know we need to look after ourselves and we're struggling to move I mean, sorry, we are struggling to move. We are struggling to move. We are struggling yeah. to be. We are all like, "Nee, a diabetes ho gaya to bahar nahi ja sakte. High blood pressure to bahar nahi ja sakte." Yes, because you're not, you're not looking after yourself. So yeah. uh, 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 even I have seen a person who has asthma and diabetes, and mashallah, he is in his fittest, best condition. You know, you need to give yourself that. You need to, you need to look after yourself so that. so that things fall in your favor and not become averse to are nahi ha theek hai ho hi raha hai kya farak padta hai that attitude needs to change because only then will people around you look at you like that they'll value you for that wonderful this was quite amazing i think uh, the last part uh, is something that you know we all often always underestimate as women the importance of looking after yourself and i, I can't well, tell you I can't tell you how much this needs to be repeated, uh, especially in a time like this, where women, particularly in a country like ours, are struggling to keep their, you know, mental uh, sanity intact. So, thank you so much for saying this. Thank you so much for. You know, you know I, I I also feel that people blame others for the condition that you are in so much. Yeah. You know, me ko stress hai. मेरे बच्चों का स्ट्रेस है मेरे हस्बैंड का स्ट्रेस है मेरी माँ का स्ट्रेस है मेरे बाप का स्ट्रेस है स्ट्रेस मुझे है स्ट्रेस है स्ट्रेस है अरे लेकिन आप उस स्ट्रेस से बाहर खुद ही आ सकते हैं कोई आपके लिए चेंज नहीं होने वाला है कोई आपको चेंज नहीं करने वाला है सो स्टॉप टेकिंग दैट ओवरलोड ऑफ स्ट्रेस एंड विक्टिमाइजिंग योर सेल्फ एंड एक्चुअली फाइंड द स्ट्रेंथ इन यू टू बिकम बेटर वेदर इट्स मेंटल हेल्थ फिजिकल हेल्थ 
I think only you can do it for yourself. Whether you're a man, woman, doesn't matter. Only you can do it for yourself. What are the top two things do you think women can do, especially in a situation like this, to be able to take care of themselves right now? Um, get yourself a timetable because a lot of women, I feel like you know, जब मेरा ऐसा दिन गुजरता है ना कि मैं बस उठी हूँ और आज के दिन कुछ नहीं हुआ और मैं सो जाती हूँ, मुझे इतना unproductive लगता है, मुझे ऐसा लगता है कि हाय मैंने अपनी ज़िंदगी का एक दिन इतना बुरी तरीके से गवा दिया। So I think especially in the lockdown time, make a timetable for yourself कि मैं आठ बजे अगर उठूँगी तो मैं पहले अपने बच्चों बच्चो उसके बाद आप अपने एक घंटा रिलैक्स करो, बैठो आराम से टीवी देखो, चिल आउट करो, सोचो कि हाँ ओके मेरा मैं कितना एंटरटेन कर रही हूँ अपने आप को, देन गेट अप, हैव लंच, सिट डाउन एट टी टाइम, हैव अ कॉन्वर्सेशन, प्ले सम बोर्ड गेम्स विद योर फैमिली विद हुएवर यू आर विद, गो फॉर अ शॉर्ट then go for a shower, feel beautiful, do something for your face, look nice, you know, have some shiny skin products and whatever, put on a lipstick, feel great, come back to dinner time to enjoy and your family will be like, wow, you'll be like, oh, you dressed up. I think all this kind of positivity changes your life around. It changes your life for the better. If you look after yourself, uh, then the world will look after you. I feel like that. that you the world will look up to you. Up to you, yes, absolutely. Yeah. They'll, yeah. they'll, they'll, you know, they'll value you for who you are and the efforts that you're making. I think that's exactly what you've been doing, Gohar. There's so much uh, to kind of learn uh, from you, from not just your career graph, but of the person who you are and I think uh, that's why at the start of the conversation I was when we were offline I was telling you that that's that's exactly what I want to know I don't want to know about you know what you've been doing at work etc that's for people to see but it's very very beautiful on how you've explained those little little things and I'm sure anybody who's listening will this will definitely benefit thank you so much thank for you. for taking time out especially during Ramzan and uh, uh, greetings to the family uh, you and everybody at home for this holy time and I hope uh, you know things get better for all of us Inshallah and I wish everyone good luck and good fortune and uh, uh, one little advice is that stop judging other people's lives Sit, yeah. sitting out there and thinking that it's very easy it's only going to bring negativity to your own head Try and be accepting, accepting of a lot of other things in life and be tolerant and be peaceful and it'll make your life amazing. So yeah, thanks for having me. Thank you, Gohar. If you've enjoyed listening to this episode, then do follow me on social media for more updates and short format content. You can search me by the name Anshu Patni Singhi on Instagram and on Twitter. If you have suggestions, please write to me or message me on Instagram and Twitter. I'll be back the next week.